Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today in the show, I'm actually really looking forward to doing this show today because the subject is all about the story of our life and the story that we tell ourselves. And today I have author um, Kim Schneiderman with me today. How are you, Kim? Good, thank you. Such a pleasure to have you here and I, I can't wait to get into the, the nuts and bolts of what we'll be talking about today um, because I do believe that the stories that we, we talk about our lives and the versions that we choose really does help to change the way that we move forward in our life and the success that we have. Um, but uh, before we get into that, why don't we start a little bit with your story, like how, well what is it, you know, what is your background and how did, what was the motivation behind writing this book? Sure. Well, um, right now I work as a psychotherapist in Manhattan, mm -hmm. but um, I started my career as a writer, actually as a journalist, where I was actually eliciting and telling people stories. Um, and the inspiration for this book was sort of, it, it was um, it was a combination of many things. I mean, as a child, I was a very imaginative child. I had, um, I always sort of, I had my, you know, my nose in a book, and I always in I kind of envisioned myself as a character in a story. Um, and as I matured, that sort of idea of being a character in the story um, would come up when I was in situations where I felt really challenged. I would ask myself, well, if I were if I were reading about this in a novel or watching it on a film, you know, what would I want to happen? You know, what would I what actions would I root for or, you know, why might an author even place this situation in a story and what would it you know how what might it be teaching the protagonist of my of my narrative and so that kind of perspective um, combined with my therapeutic background and my um, and my interest in uh, storytelling and being a writer kind of follow led to me creating a series of workshops in 2008 for people who had been impacted by the recession to help them reframe their stories and reclaim their narratives. Absolutely. Yeah, it was an interesting time, 2008, and the consequential times from that. Very interesting. Yeah. So, um, all right, so let's talk about uh, so your story in particular. Um, mm -hmm. So when we're talking about storytelling, and, and your book's called Step Out of Your Story, um, are you talking about uh, looking back on previous events and then creating or choosing a version of the story that's more empowering? I'm actually not. Uh, I'm not focused on the past. I'm actually focused on the present. And the reason, right. in fact, one of the first exercises that I ask people to do is to um, imagine that your life is a novel and identify, like, you know, name and describe the the current chapter, right? right. And so what that does, it sort of bookends a period of time in your life and allows you to really explore it, to identify the themes, to identify your supporting characters, to identify your antagonists, and kind of come to see how all the elements in your story are conspiring to help you grow. And the reason I choose the current chapter is because the current chapter is where the protagonist of your story has an opportunity to change his or her story. Right. right? So that's why I ask people to start with the present. There is some reflection on the past, but really the focus is on um, kind of like getting out of the, the places where you're stuck, you know, the same old stories where you get stuck. So there's an opportunity to look at how you can reframe what's, what's facing you right now. Exactly. Because that's the thing, when we're stuck in that negative story, and of course 2008 would have been 
you know, that that story of you know losing everything, um, everything going bad. Um, when we stay in that negative spiral, then all we see is this, and we keep telling the story and to keep. And by doing that, what we're doing is we're creating the present moment over and over and over again. Um, right. So what you're saying is to sit down and actually um, be very purposeful in deciding what the outcome is that you want it to be, and then and and so do you get people to write this out as a story? Is it like the, like they're writing a novel? Um, to a degree, the idea is to walk people through their story. Yeah. So, right. So the the premise of the book is that every life is an unfolding story, a unique, unpredictable, potentially heroic story that's open to interpretation, especially your own, and that you know. People jet usually understand that intuitively, but until something happens, we often don't really take the time to step out of our stories and ask ourselves, like, who is this character playing? What is my story about? Who's writing my script? And how can the challenges that are facing me help me develop those tools and insights and strengths to move to the next chapter? So what I do is I pro provide, and the reason it can be hard to do that is because it's hard to, sometimes to really get that objectivity from our own story. So what I do is I provide um, tools and, t and a framework to help people um, get some emotional distance from their story so they can look at it a little bit more objectively. And then I help them also by reframing um, life not necessarily as this, you know, not as an opportunity to, um, well, I help them reframe their life to see it as a personal growth adventure. So that whatever challenge that shows up in their plot line, they can view it as an opportunity to actually transform their character, to build, to become more authentic, more compassionate, more courageous, um, you know, more evolved versions of themselves. And when you look at and, and if you look at life that way, whatever is happening to you is an opportunity for you to grow. And that and that really is how you refrain your story. Because sometimes, you know, people are want they want these affirmations that will like quickly, you know, change how they look at things, and those can be very helpful. But I also think that really being able to to change how you see life, you know, to be able to take that a step further. And my exercises help people step out of their story by, for one, um, I ask people to write in the third person perspective, in the third person narrative. Yeah. And that's actually based on a growing body of research that shows that when people um, view themselves in the third person, they tend to see themselves um, through more compassionate uh, eyes. Yeah. So, and it, because it creates some psych, you know, psychological, emotional distance. So you're not like, you're kind of like fooling your ego into thinking that you're writing about somebody else when you're writing about yourself. And no, exactly, because that's the thing. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. You need yeah. to emotionally distance yourself enough to be mm -hmm. able to be outside of the situation, so that you can see it for the for the 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 situation that it is, the components that it is, rather than being emotionally attached to the negative side of it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. So so okay. So this is awesome. And what you're also doing is helping people see the gift of what's happening right now. Absolutely. So see that until like further down the track you know I, I know what I'm going through challenging times I, I had this little thing that I say to myself because I have a platform like here and I speak on stage I'm like oh my god this is going to be such a great story when I tell this later <laughs> when I get to the other side of it and I'm like this is right, right. 
<laughs> you naturally have that perspective. Exactly, but because that's the thing. You've got to make the story interesting. So it's like this is just going to be one of those interesting parts of the story, but then you're raised yeah. above and, yeah. So, and so, But part of that is also being able to value character development. You know, yeah. like oftentimes when we go and we watch a movie or we read a book, we really understand that the things that show up in the, in the plot line are going, the, the character is going to be challenged in some way. And how he or, he or she responds to those challenges determines the degree to which they evolve or yeah. don't evolve, really. And, um, and so it's, if we can look at ourselves in that way, then we, can, and then we have an opportunity to say, this is an opportunity for me to change something about myself. Maybe whenever I have, like, maybe I have these recurring characters that show up in my, in my story, like the bullies that keep showing up. Right, they're the antagonists of my story, and every time that this bully shows up, I like, you know, I get scared and I don't say, and but I'm, but I'm very passive. So me, so by looking at your life as a story, you can stop and think to yourself, you know what, I really this this story isn't working for me. Instead of looking at it that way, what I, I want to see this like, what would I want the character of my story to do instead? Well, I'd like her to stand up for herself. I like her to really to express what's in her heart, what's in her mind, and not be afraid. And so what my book does is it provides opportunities for people to, to play with that idea very creatively through writing exercises, to you know, envision these conversations, to dialogue with the parts of themselves that are courageous, you know, to get in touch with those voices. Yeah. So it sounds like it's like a, a like a two-parter. You kind of number one getting them to acknowledge the situation. Yeah. But, but from an emotional distance, but then you choose the choices or choose the direction in which the story goes. Right, right. So yeah. it's changing your story by changing your voice and your through through voice and choice, really. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, so tell me about uh, you know how this has really played out with your personal story. Like, how how has this played with your you know your life story? Sure. So, um, interestingly enough, I told you like I was an imaginative kid. I had this perspective. I created these workshops, and um, what happened about three years ago? I really had to ask myself like, could I walk my own talk? You know, I really part of the one of the um, ideas behind the exercises is that you can find the redemptive sort of silver lining narrative in any opportunity, anything that's facing you. Yeah. And um, so, uh, three years ago, my father was um, diagnosed with cancer, and it was the second cancer diagnosis in ten years. My mother had died like seven years ago from ovarian cancer, and I was really devastated at the time. And my father and I, who he had been the antagonist of my childhood story. It was really an opportunity for me to get to know him better. And then when he got diagnosed, um, I was just like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to get through this? And I ended up, um, you know, leaving my, like, taking a temporary leave of absence from my private practice in Manhattan and um, temporarily relocating to Florida to be his hospice caregiver. And during that time, it was one of the hardest, like, experiences that I ever went through, like, just taking care of him and going through that process with him, but we also, it was an opportunity for us to really um, get to know each other's hearts and minds on a much deeper level, and to the point where a few weeks before he died, um, he said that he couldn't believe 
that at the end of his life that he was still learning and growing. And I said, what are you, you know, what are you learning? And he said that people have found a way to love me and that I found a way to love them. And that really stayed with me and has, that whole experience has, has changed my story um, about my father. But also it's, when I tell it, I tell it as a story of redemption, you know, the, the prodigal daughter. Um, and there are many, like one of the things I emphasize in the book, there's many different ways to tell your story and, you know, especially to tell it to yourself. And we can tell sometimes depending on how we choose to use our power of interpretation, you know, about what happens in the text of our lives, the text being, you know, if our life is a story, what's, what happens is in the text. You know, how we choose to interpret that interprets how we feel about our story. And how we feel about our story influences how it unfolds. So mm -hmm. choosing to read that chapter in my life, that very difficult chapter, as a redemptive story, as a story of, of healing, um, has really transformed me and how I relate to the world. And someone could easily say, well, that's a really sad story, you know, too bad that you guys had this great relationship, you know, developed this really great relationship right before he died. And that's one way to read it. But the way that, but I think that I could, you know, I, I would, I would get stuck there. And so, so, so there is a choice involved. And then again, I really felt like I was, had an opportunity to apply these ideas to my own story and it really worked. Yeah. So it sounds like there's really no story uh, or there knows there's no situation where these this methodology could apply to. You know, I, I would like to say that. I'm not sure that that's true. I think there are some things that like tragedies and you know on a grand scale traumas that it, it might be hard like to do that with. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I look at like but then again you look at people like Nelson Mandela, people who've been in prison, people who've gone through all kinds of extreme situations and you've got to wonder that you've got to imagine that they use this idea that they were able to see the larger narrative of their own lives yeah. you know you've got to, that they were able to make find meaning which is what what we're really this is all about that they were able to find meaning in their story so I don't know that I could do what Nelson Mandela did but there's not you know but I imagine if Nelson Mandela could do it there are other people could who could do it too and that's the thing, I think, with all of us, our story, regardless of what the situation is, I mean, you know, I don't think there is varying levels because to us, it's our story and we're in it. And maybe we, there are some of us that are suffering or, or feeling the same amount of challenge that Nelson Mandela da, did. It's a completely different situation, but it's our situation. So, yeah. Yeah, Kim, Downing, it has been awesome talking to you today. I knew that this was going Thank to be a great show um, because I'm, I'm so like I, I so get this and um, and I and I agree and I and I think not just looking at our um, initial like our chapter now. I also you know there's like 20 different versions. There's an infinite amount of versions to a story, right. and when we can be you know purposeful in the in the version that we choose, um, you know they're all right. They're all mm -hmm. true. Um, use our own truth, which is awesome. So, um, so where can we send people if they want to connect with you or purchase the book uh, or work with you? Where, where can we send them? Sure, um, they can go to stepoutofyourstory.com, which is my website, which has links to Amazon and Barnes and Noble and um, and New World Library, which is my publisher. 
yep. where you can purchase a book. They can also like my Facebook page, <laughs> which is um, Step Out of Your Story. Um, I will be doing uh, a writing, a Step Out of Your Story writing workshop at the JCC of Manhattan, October 25th. And I will be doing a book signing in Florida in uh, Coral Gables on um, at Books and Books on what is it November eighth. So. Wonderful, yes. awesome. And guys, remember if you just click on the banner to the side, you'll go straight through to Kim's website from there as well. So uh, thank you for that. So and guys, um, I encourage you to share this video, get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. And make sure you leave your email if you haven't done so already so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. <laughs> okay.